1: 25 games into the NBA season, the Dallas Mavericks on Monday night finally played in front of some fans at American Airlines Center. They beat the Timberwolves by 5 and they played in front of 1500 vaccinated frontline workers which were in the lower bowl of a 20,000 seat arena. Mavericks coach Rick Carlisle said it helped bring back a little bit of normalcy. That's a nice way to lead our morning buzzcast for Tuesday, February 9th. Good morning. I made Madcore a little bit of normalcy is always good. Let's start with the Super Bowl. John O'Ran reported last night that we won't know Super Bowl ratings until today because Nielsen had an extraordinary delay in releasing their numbers, one that has not occurred in recent memory. That has led to some speculation that the final viewership number could be lower than expected. Around 8 o'clock last night, Nielsen said the numbers were still being processed and verified but the number released today should include out-of-home viewership, which will give the league and CBS a far better story and a bigger viewership number, our John Oran and Austin Carr both believe the viewership number will be in the low 90 millions, but then with the out of home viewing could top it over 100 million. So keep your eye on those viewership numbers being released today. Meanwhile, the Boston market still all about Tom Brady. They had a 57.6 local rating in Boston. It was the second best Super Bowl rating in that market it beat the rating from many other patriot super bowls it also topped the rating the local rating in tampa the market with the biggest super bowl rating on sunday night not surprisingly kansas city at close to a 60 reaching a 63.1 at its peak if you just wanted to get a snapshot of a local market's reaction to tom brady Boy, all you had to do is be on the Boston Globe yesterday. Of the 10 most read stories on the Boston Globe website most of the day yesterday, five were specifically about Brady. Another was Super Bowl related. On the Boston Herald's website, the three most popular stories We're all about Brady in four out of the top ten. So Tom Brady, still a main draw in, of course, the Boston-New England market. Let's shift to some other sports. Major League Soccer players voted yesterday to ratify an amended collective bargaining agreement after the league and the union reached a deal on Friday night. Remember, we talked about that deal. It runs through the 2027 season through the U.S. World Cup. So this agreement gives the players their full salaries for this season and extends the current CBA, like I said, through 2027. Opening of training camps for MLS is on February 22nd, the start of the MLS season scheduled for April 3rd. Some interesting news around baseball. We talked on the Buzzcast about this before, but the seven inning doubleheaders and the runners starting on second base to start extra innings will return for the second straight season under an agreement for 2021 reached Monday between Major League Baseball and the Players Association. But it just includes those two elements. It does not include last year's experimental rule to extend the designated hitter to the National League or expanded playoffs. Remember, last year there were 16 teams eligible for the postseason instead of the 10 teams normally. Baseball had proposed 14 teams eligible to make the postseason this year, but they withdrew that plan last month. But remember as well, last year's expanded playoff agreement did not come together until really just at the start of the season. So there could be some time to still work out a deal for expanded playoffs. Meanwhile, the Associated Press is reporting that Major League Baseball issued a memo to its teams alerting them of a deadened Rawlings baseball that will fly one to two feet shorter on balls hit over 375 feet. Now now remember, there's been a lot of controversy about the baseballs used in Major League Baseball. There was a record number of home runs in 2019. The home run pace fell only slightly during a shortened 2020 season. But now it seems like the Rawlings baseball could be weighted down a little bit, not fly as far, especially on balls, hit over 375 feet. That could reduce the number of home runs. So we're going to want to keep an eye on that story. Spring training in baseball opens February 17th, and the season scheduled to start on April 1st. Let's talk about two sports that are trying to bring fans back. In Australia, we've talked a little bit about the Australian Open, but Tennis Australia right now is defending the really sparse turnout over the first two days at the Australian Open. Remember, we said capacity each day was capped at 50%, which is about 30,000 people on the grounds but the crowds for the first two days have fallen well short of that mark. Just over 17,000 people attended on Monday. The number's Tuesday, likely just as small. Most of the people think that there's a couple of reasons for the lower attendance. There's the fact that the tournament's being held in February rather than January, and we all have to admit, residents are likely not embracing large public events like they did in the pre-COVID world until they feel better about full vaccination and herd mentality. Also on the golf side, we talked yesterday that the Phoenix Open was the first PGA Tour event That allowed fans in a sizable capacity since play resumed in June. Now, Honda Classic executives were on the ground in Scottsdale. They attended the event and they were encouraged by what they saw. They are planning now for the Honda Classic, which is played in just a couple of weeks in mid-March. They will limit daily attendance to about 20% of normal levels or about 10,000 fans per day on the ground, which is a pretty significant number. So we are seeing some early trend lines in terms of fans returning to sports events. Let's end with two stories that caught my eye. Have you heard about Clear? I'm sure you have. That's that secure identity company used largely at airports, but also at sports facilities. It completed a funding round of $100 million. They announced it yesterday. The NFL's 32 equity investment arm is among the contributors to this funding round also michael jordan's family office contributed to the round of funding now what's interesting about clear well it's about linking people's identity to their health clear recently launched a HealthPass mobile app which connects your identity to your covid related health information so more than 35 organizations are currently using HealthPass around the nhl and with nine nba teams MGM Resorts uses it as well, so if they can get more distribution of this health pass, this could be very, very attractive to sports organizations, so you want to keep your eye on the company clear, and we'll end with the Big Three Basketball League, it named a new CEO yesterday, Chris Hannon, former Fox Sports and Endeavor executive, now he is going to be focused on on growing the Big Three's media footprint. The Big Three had a deal with Fox in its first two years. It moved to CBS in 2019. Its 2020 season was canceled. CBS is scheduled to carry the Big Three in 2021. But Chris Hannon, as the Big Three's next CEO, will certainly work on growing the footprint of that league. And finally, let's just touch on some of the most-read stories of our daily and weekly content. For our daily content yesterday, the most-read story was reviews of the weekend's halftime performance. The second-most-read story was reaction to ads around the Super Bowl. The third-most-read story were changes at Bell Media in Canada and specific layoffs at TSN. The fourth-most-read story was CBS's James Brown praised for speaking out during the pregame show before Super Bowl 55. And our fifth most-read story was tributes and remembering longtime ESPN baseball reporter Pedro Gomez, who died suddenly Sunday at 58. For our weekly content and the issue out Monday, our most-read story was a NASCAR season preview and looking at some of the new owners in the sports. Our second most-read story was the NFL's strategy when it comes to mobilizing and monetizing gambling and the betting space. Our third most read story was the big three hiring Chris Hannon as CEO. So those were the top three stories in our weekly edition. That is your Morning Buzzcast for Tuesday, February 9th. I'm Abe Madcore. Take care of yourself. Stay healthy. Be good to each other. And I will speak to you tomorrow.
0: Welcome to Irvine, California